believe it, man. <laughs> we are. Yeah, in the flesh. In person. Yes, man. Wow, we are still recovering from Thanksgiving. That was quite the feast, quite the drink down. Props to the uh, to you and Emma, man. Great, I'm... great party. I can't believe you guys threw it together like you did. Hey, man, still feeling crunked, as the kids <laughs> like to say. We uh, were crunked. We were crunking. Crunking, which were which led us to be crunked. Yes. And, in fact, uh, it was a good time. Good time. And now time. we are reminiscing in the crunkation of our <laughs> previous days. <laughs> the crunk, man. So I had no idea. Mike's doing some scissorp right now. He's drinking a classic childhood scissorp. Ooh, that grape Kool Aid. The grape. Nothing Kool-Aid. better than that grape Kool Aid. And that's how you know I'm white because I grew up drinking Kool Aid. Real grape. It was actually yeah, Kool Aid. Actual non-grape drink without the drugs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no codeine in your grape drink. No, not yet. I got to say, uh, I was pretty shocked that we did purchase those, thinking, hey, we got a couple kids coming by, you know, we should probably, uh, you know, get them some juice drink, some drinky drink. Yeah. And they could not drink any of that drink. <laughs> and then we were reminiscing today, which kind of got me, which was, um, you know, we grew up eating like Hot Pockets and fruit by the foot and like, you yeah. know, drinking these goofball sugar drinks. And these kids now, man, they don't even eat cheese. Yeah, but they you, you said it, you were right. They look so much healthier Yes, than all the other kids you see. Absolutely. You know, like their skin's still glowing. Yes. Like, you know, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, it's probably not good for you what we're doing. Well, I'll tell you what. These kids, not fat. Not fat at all. Energetic, lively, talk to adults. That blew my mind how they like. I don't know. Like when he when he told the joke, that was great, dude, right? He like commanded the attention of all the adults in the room, and then told like an actual good joke, <laughs> was, a joke that actually made us all heartily laugh. It landed, and not just because we were making the kid feel good. It actually was like a good. We were definitely fifteen to sixteen beers deep. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. A couple shots at the tequila. Oh yeah, but it was like a Thanksgiving joke too. It was like topical, on point. Man, great timing. Yeah, I think they're definitely onto something there. There's, they're doing something right, and I think what the parents out there need to be focusing on these days, honestly, is the get your kid off the cell phone. Off the video games, yes. I think that's the big, yeah, that's the big The screens. Difference. It's yeah. the screens. I mean, the screens, we, we were talking about it, man. It's what corrupted us as little guys. It was easy for our parents who were immigrants who had to work full-time jobs and needed yeah. a way and a means to kind of distract us while they for five minutes, put food together, you know, <laughs> in between working and sleeping, you know what I mean? And it just kind of seems like uh, the TV was an easy escape or means to, like, in Cable Guy. I was just, that's what I was in my mind right now. The Cab- babysitter. Cable Guy. That, that's why that joke landed. That, yes. that was the babysitter for us. Yes, man. You know? Like, you know, yeah. TV worked in that way. But now, man, yeah. I mean, I've been to... Em and I have seen some people with their kids now with these iPads, dude. They control the iPad better than I can. Oh, dude, and you go with a family that's got three kids. They got three iPads. <laughs> each one, you know what I mean? You're like out yes. somewhere, and each kid has his own iPad. Like, what is going on here? Absolutely insane, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, I was thinking about how we used to take the road trips. Yeah, we were talking about that, too. Yeah. Take out that middle seat. We'd have the back seat, <laughs> yeah. the whole open middle floor of the minivan. With all the sleeping bags sprawl and out, yeah. hang out. But no, the best available technology that we could afford was a Game Boy that we would share time with. I know. And you had four AA batteries. That's right. <laughs> you know, and you had to ride home, too, to think about. So you could either waste them all on the way there. <laughs> or on the way back, like I mean, you had to limit your time. You're rationing the battery and strength. It was, and where do you think we we're driving to, man? We were driving through Nebraska. You, know <laughs> <laughs> you remember that drive through Nebraska? This ain't no trip to Hawaii, people. <laughs> <laughs> One year we went to Minnesota, got eaten alive by mosquitoes. Oh. <laughs> it was so bad. All we remember is the mosquitoes. That's it. <laughs> And the raccoons that broke into the cooler and ate all our food. Yeah, we couldn't believe the women were fatter there than Chicago. <laughs> yeah, fat women and fat mosquitoes. I don't know what you guys are doing out there. <laughs> you need to get your shit together. Everything is well fed in Minnesota. <laughs> all the birds. Especially the women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. 
Yeah, the trip to Minnesota. That was a good one. <clears throat> the 10,000 lakes with the 10 million mosquitoes. Where was that when we went to Nebraska? No, we drove through Nebraska to get to South Dakota. No, I thought Nebraska was the trip we did to Colorado, actually. Did we do a trip to Colorado? Yeah, we did, man. We did some whitewater rafting out here. Oh, that's right. That's Stopped right. in CU Boulder, I believe, for a minute. Uh, you know, that's right. Yeah. I re- recall we had some phenomenal roadside green chili. Oh, that's, I was just thinking about that. It had the buffalo burgers. That's right. With the, with the beef chili. Yeah, yeah, man. It's the green chili. The green chili. Colorado yeah. specializes in the green chili. If we got the time... And I don't know if we will because they were chemtrailing like crazy the last two days. And now you see the effect real time. My God, it's freezing cold. We got the snow blocking the sun for two days. It's unbelievable, folks. They got us. They got us good. But if we have the time and the means, there's a place down in Boulder called Efren's. And they have, by all definition, the butthole burner of all green chilies. I mean, this thing. It, it burns your toilet. That's right. That's right. You got to replace the piping, man. <laughs> Takes the porcelain uh, right off. I always call my plumber when I'm on it. You know, yeah. I went to Efren's. Just, just be on standby. Why don't you just swing by in an hour? <laughs> you bring those baby wipes. <laughs> no bidet could help you. <laughs> oh man, you know what's funny about the bidet? The bidet became really hip. Uh, just about the time of the pandemic. Do you remember that when the toilet paper yes. uh, was disappearing? Yes, there was a toilet toilet paper shortage. Frank, remember that toilet paper shortage? Yes, absolutely. The bidet was great though; it was a great money maker for uh, plumbers and for water restoration because a lot of people tried to install them themselves and flooded their house. <laughs> <laughs> it was great for plumbers though. I made like a lot of money flooding your house just washing your ass trying out trying to wash your ass because you hooked it up wrong and now you just fucking flooded it yeah. and you could have just gone and stood in the shower for five seconds if you have to you know sometimes I gotta jump in the shower you know, after... <laughs> here's the problem with the American diet right here you know what I'm saying never had a gyro and then a gyro yeah. <laughs> They keep getting me on uh, Uber Eats. They got the. They keep doing the the buy one get one free, and I don't even like realize I'm clicking it. So I'll end up with like two pizzas and two orders of wings. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So you're ordering double the food accidentally. You don't even realize it, and then it shows up two burritos, four tacos. You, know, <laughs> you really just want one burrito, two tacos. <laughs> you don't want to throw it out, so you end up fucking eating it. <laughs> or at least most of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, you, you can't like unclick the buy one get one free. You, you got to pay attention, and dude, if you're if I'm ordering Uber Eats, it's because right. I can't drive. I'm drunk. Otherwise, I would just go get it. Exactly. Yes. So yeah. you guys put this little green lettering that I can't even see. It's like buy one get one. I don't even realize I'm doing it. So you put in the order. It's happened to me like three times. Once with the the pizza was insane. Nona was laughing so hard because I ended up with two <laughs> large sausage and pepperoni pizzas and two <laughs> orders of buffalo wings, like nine things of ranch sauce. <laughs> <laughs> we just had so much food. All right. Yes. I love this. This yeah. is incredible. I didn't know this was a thing, actually. I've never seen this happen here. We don't. Is this DoorDash? Uh, Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm never... an Uber Eats guy. Is that way better than the Grubhub or the DoorDash? Well, I go by uh, food. So, like, uh, the, the, the one place by my house where I get the, the burritos and the tacos, they're only on Uber Eats. So, <laughs> I only do the Uber Eats. So, the, is the Uber Eats then... The guy is picking someone up from the airport, and he's like, hold on a second. <laughs> he pulls over to Taco Bell, picks up your Taco Bell, gets somebody else's Wendy's, right? That's a shitty Uber ride. You know, I don't know, but sometimes they do take, like, a crazy route, because you can see the route they're taking, <laughs> right. and it's because they have to make another delivery, or, like, yeah, maybe they're dropping off people. I don't know. Yeah, hold on. I got to drop off this ride. <laughs> 
just became you're riding in the back of the pizza delivery guy's car. That's a, well. What I'm picturing is you get picked up for your Uber ride, and there's just like a stack of Taco Bell in the passenger seat <laughs> next to you. <right? laughs> Uber eats. Uber eats. <laughs> you hungry, man? Uh, that ruins society. I'm. If you're the rider, I think it's nice. You can just kind of dip in real quick. No, they always seal it. I know. You got to find a way to break that seal. The pandemic ruined everything because it made it totally acceptable to just sit on your ass and have someone bring you Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, no. Socially acceptable to drink every day. Yes. You know, just be a wino and nobody cares. And we've been drinking. I've been drinking all day. Hey, yo. But, uh. Yeah, they made it okay to just sit at home, drink all day, and then have somebody else, have somebody, you know, of lesser economical stature. Well, dude, here's also my thing. There is a social stigma of the going to the Taco Bell or the Burger King. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think especially if you live in Colorado, you know, and you're in a neighborhood, and like here, there's like a Taco Bell. A Burger King, right? So you roll up to it, you'll be seen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And what, you're embarrassed? I think there's, well, it's Colorado. I think, yeah. you know, everybody here, they expect you to be going to the Whole Foods, getting the avocado toast sandwich, you know, and... Hmm. I do got to say, I was very impressed with the bar we were just at. Uh, you guys don't have to reinforce your chairs, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Like, nobody at that bar was 300 pounds. Yeah, you did catch on to that, huh? Everybody was white, and everybody was pretty healthy looking. Not slim, skinny, but you know what I mean? Everybody was healthy looking. It, look, we're, we're getting a little, uh, a little more inclusive with the cultures here in Colorado, but I have to say, it is undoubtable wherever you go. This is the whitest place in America. No, I love it, especially where I come from. Yes. Because I come from a place, dude, every bar I go to is like 30% black, 30% Hispanic, 30% exactly. white. Every restaurant, every, sure. every, everywhere I go is an equal mix. But everybody yelling at me about how I'm a racist Republican and everything lives in a place like this. Yeah, Boulder. <laughs> Boulder. Boulder, Colorado. They're the ones that are telling me I'm the racist. And we're like... outside of Boulder. I'll take you to Boulder. You'll be... It's so white, people check you for how dark your skin is. <laughs> Like, hey, buddy, that tan's looking a little aggressive. Do you have the tan line on the fingers? Get out of here. You walk in, they measure your dick. Right? We've seen Italians before. We know what you are. Take a hike, buddy. There's a place for you across the river. Where the gambling and prostitution's legal. Yeah, that's it's really funny though. That's the whitest place in America. Like even in Chicago, it's the people that are like the most into all these like racial things and everything. Systemic racism. They live in like a neighborhood that's only white, you know. Well, you got to see firsthand. Look at my neighbor's house. They're running out of room for their flags for all the causes. I mean, so funny. There, there's not enough. There's not enough space on their gutters. If there's one more war, these people, their house is going to take off during a disease. <laughs> the, next, <laughs> the next tornado is just going to wipe them off the planet, man. They have so many flags hanging. It's looking like the UN. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. You, you literally have, at least they have America. I'm happy they have America. Yeah, but, he's, he, he yeah. does. The dad there, the, the patriarch. He, he's a great dude. He used to be a homesteader. Oh, wow. A lot of home. I've done a lot of deliveries out here. If you go kind of in south and west into Colorado, uh, out there where a lot of the grows are, there's a lot of cheap area to grow and set yeah. up like a grow facility. However, it's very difficult and you have to have the funding to get the materials there because it is, you're talking dirt roads. And when you're cruising through these dirt roads to do these pickups out there, you're passing by people who just found a plot of land and built a home. Oh, that's awesome. It is amazing, God, man. that's America. But when it snows, you just got to be ready to hunker down for like three months. But that's why it's so good. And that's why those are probably the best people you'll ever meet. Yeah, They've been humbled by nature every year. Well, you go check out my neighbor's house. He used to homestead like that. Go in his back. He has a, he's got a barn back there. Uh, mm. About a half a dozen chickens. 
and his farm, uh, his little garden down there is fantastic. And yeah. you know, he he knows what he's doing. He's rocking it. It's in the burbs, but he's making he's it. Putting happen. up all them flags. Oh, it's the daughter. Oh, well, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah well, his yeah, wife yeah. wife is a school teacher, public public oh, high school school teacher. Yeah, that's the worst. You got the two daughters, lesbians. Come on. <laughs> One's now a trainee, bisexual, something or other. Come on, dude. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that's where all the flags are coming. Every every event that occurs, there's a new flag that pops up on the fucking balcony over there, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it works. So that's what happens. The daughters put up the Ukraine flag and the gay flag, and then he was like, nope, I'm putting up the U.S. and the Colorado flag. Well, did you notice the freshest one is the U.S. one? He keeps yeah. that one clean and, you know. It's, oh, good. Yeah. I like that. Let that Ukraine flag fade. And I, oh, I give the guy a lot of credit. He's a wonderful man. Across the street, we have a known, a very staunch conservative conservative southern republican he up until several years ago proudly uh, apparently before we moved here flew a uh, confederate flag in front of his house <laughs> next to his american flag so he's one of those however come fourth of july every year everybody is out in front of my neighbor's house and we're all blasting fireworks together yeah, and, yeah, and we're having patriotic. yes and we're having yeah. a great time and, and you know everyone is sharing in the patriotism of the year and so you know yeah you know what, how it is it's just unfortunately for the poor guy he's in his 60s He's lived a full life. It's a second marriage, and he's got these two fat lesbian daughters now who want to just, you know, control the narrative of his home on his block. He can't, he's got no say. The poor guy. I just can't say anything. That's why he's, like, just outside dealing with the chickens. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. no, I see him every day. He's reading on his deck there, and it's just he's having – that's the most peaceful moment of his life every day, out there in the sunshine, <laughs> reading his book, man. The chickens – they're not lesbians. They know they're women. They know what's going on. <laughs> they're looking for a rooster. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just like all of them, man. They're looking for the big cock. That's what it's all about. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Well, either way, uh, happy Thanksgiving. We are on a delayed episode week this week. I was in uh, full swing uh, cooking and rocking and rolling and hosting, and Mike was hanging and drinking and having himself a good time. Good time. And we partied hardy watching football, one of my favorite pastimes. Both Mike and I played many years many in the years. Little League football when you could still, you know, tackle people and uh, hit people, yeah. and it was still a sport. I saw them out there practicing the Arlington Cowboys. Oh, really? Yeah, I was out there the other day for a job, and I drove by the field. And yeah, they're out there practicing. Still at Pioneer. Wow. It was, awesome. a, it was like crazy to see. Yeah, new I'm, little uniforms. I'm and... glad that's still going on. They keep saying that's a dying <laughs> sport, and I think any dying sport is bad news for America. Well, lacrosse is taking over. <sighs> lacrosse. I just It just can't. sounds I, gay. It just sounds I gay. Know, I, I don't care how tough you try to make it. <laughs> And I live in a home with someone who played lacrosse like in college. <laughs> Can't convince me. That's a- <laughs> yeah, but that's a female. That's a cr- it's awesome. It's for a great chick sport. Oh, yeah. I think females should. That's probably the one sport females could take professional, and like it would be their own. And they could actually get advertising and people showing up for the games. It's like their and, own thing. Yeah. you know what I mean? Because you ever see the chicks play? Chicks playing lacrosse is actually pretty cool. To yeah, I'll tell you what. You you put them in some bikinis. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah see, some short hey. shorts, and then we'll spray him with beer. All right. Uh, okay, forget the lacrosse and just have him shoot t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a couple stripper poles. You know what? Fuck the lacrosse. Let's just go to the strip club. <laughs> Can the lacrosse poles turn into stripper poles? They score the goal and just do a little strip tease. Just stack them up. Yeah. Oh, we man. should start exploiting women's sports. Yeah. Well, this is why I love the movie Basketball from the South Park creators. Do you yeah. remember Basketball? I saw it a long. I haven't well, seen it. We a were long ta- you were asking me what Jenny McCarthy was from because we were talking about Jenny McCarthy from 14 years ago <laughs> yes, being on yes. Larry King Live and talking about the adverse events and uh, effects of vaccines. Yeah, which is mind blowing. Very crazy. I encourage everyone out there go just YouTube. It's crazy you can YouTube it still, but it's on YouTube. The Dude Man podcast, not on YouTube, but Jenny McCarthy <laughs> talking about adverse reactions to vaccines on Larry King Live 14 years ago, still on YouTube. Go check it out. Super interesting stuff. It really blew my mind kind of rewatching it.
but Jenny McCarthy was in basketball. And basketball is the South Park guys where they're at a party and these frat dudes who are better them at them than everything start making fun of them and they're just shooting hoops in the back of some party and they create a game out of nowhere and then it becomes basketball and takes off and becomes famous and it actually becomes a professional sport. Right. I don't remember that part where they came up with it. It's awesome, but the best part is yeah. they have they hire strippers for their cheerleaders. Oh yeah. And the cheerleader and Jenny McCarthy, I believe, is either I don't know if she's one of the stripper cheerleaders or if she ends up being one of the business business mogul women who's like and you know, I, I think she's a power play. I don't know what I'd have to watch it again, dude. I haven't seen it in forever. I'm positive Jenny McCarthy does something yeah. sexual in the movie and shows off her body at oh, some point. Sure. And and, uh, and it's just it, the whole point is basketball takes off because it really plays into all men's favorite things, you know, like the, the drinking, the stupidity of sport and the, the boobs and the chicks, you know, and just Dude, the boobs and beer is really all you need. A little friendly competition with some boobs and beer. And yeah. we're in idiocracy now. Give us basketball. Yeah, we might as well, right? It's a, the, the premise of the sport is genius, honestly. It's, you're shooting a baseball that's the shape of a basketball <laughs> into a basketball hoop, and you're shouting insults at each other. And, there's... and you don't have to be the most athletic. No, that was like the whole yet. thing. Like you <laughs> exactly. don't have to be like athletically fit. <laughs> and then you, know, you got the chicks who are strippers dancing. I want something. That's what the XFL missed the boat on. Like They should have went all in on the raunchy stripper. I thought they did. Did they go all in on I, that? I think that was the original XFL. They went really hard. Remember? When they had He Hate Me? Yeah. Remember they me. had like the straight up fucking stripper dancing? I feel like with maybe the, you're with right. With the bikini yeah. and the short shorts. Yes. It was like almost too much. We've yeah. just gone through a wild pendulum swing yeah. of toxic maxi- ma- masculinity. I would like to go through the next pendulum swing of excessive masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think it's time, man. <laughs> We need the babes. We, we paid our dues. Yes. Right, we, we all cheered for, uh, uh, what's his name? Dylan Mulvaney? Dylan Mulvaney, and then the Kardashian one. Oh, Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> like we, we spent 10 years now celebrating it, pretending like we love it. It's all good. Okay, but now can we go back? Can we get blondes in bikinis <laughs> selling us beer? I would give anything for one blonde with some cleavage on a commercial. <laughs> so I was just buying beer before we uh, headed in here, and on the cash register... These they got these new fancy cash registers with the flat screen, mini flat screen TV, and um, it's like showing the total and everything. And yeah. up, up above the total was a mini advertisement for a vodka. I didn't catch the name because the advertisement picture was a martini glass, and just above the stem of the glass was just these like busting boobs <laughs> and this like excessive excessive cleavage. Yes. And I was just like, oh my god, yes. I gotta give me some vodka. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what we need. And it works. Yeah. It works. It's so effective. Like if and all I could think of is like, imagine if I'm looking at that, I'm staring at the boobs, and then it pans up and it's Dylan Mulvaney's face. I'm like, oh, no. Actually I'm gonna give up drinking for a couple of years. <laughs> or if it works, it pans down, it's Dylan's dick. <laughs> Either way, you pan is not good. It's a bad pan. (laughs) Well, either way, it's uh, holiday time. Uh, Football's big, and I've got some Tom Brady. Should we get down on some Tom Brady? I'm dying to hear it. Yeah, man. Tom Brady was on Stephen A. Smith's show, um, one of his many shows that he does, but he does a radio ESPN gig, and Tom was on there talking about how the NFL has really degraded over the years, just in quality and just on a sheer entertainment level or just a sport watching level. You can't even watch it. There's nothing yeah. there to watch. It's it, it's unwatchable in the unwatchable famous for words sh- for sure. of some people. And so here's Tom Brady describing what has caused this uh, decline in the entertainment. Football games in the NFL is hard. And there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. Why not? And hope. Why not? Why do you think think that is? I think the coaching isn't as as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. I don't think the schemes are as good as they were. I think the the rules have, uh, the rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual 
performance of the game. Mm -hmm. So I just think the product, in my opinion, is less than what it's been. I think guys are competitive. Guys play hard. I look at a lot of players like Ray Lewis and Rodney Harrison and Ronnie Lott and guys that impacted the game in, in a certain way, and every hit they would have made would have been a penalty. Mm. You know, and I, I, you know, your coach is complaining about their own. He's talking about Ray Lewis, by the way, the guy who murdered someone and uh, then <laughs> won a Super about him Bowl. on the field. Oh, Frank. sorry, on the field. Sorry, player being tackled, <laughs> and not necessarily. Why don't they talk to their player about how to protect himself? How to get rid of the? He goes by the nickname Ray Murder Lewis. I, don't know if you know <laughs> I mean, murdered a couple bitches. Does that really uh, take away from your performance? Well, he, you know, he murdered one guy. Uh, I thought he murdered the chick. He probably murdered multiple people. I mean, once oh. you murder someone and get away with it and win a Super Bowl, what's stopping what's you? <laughs> Just ask Hillary. <laughs> and this is the last broadcast of the Dude Man Podcast. We will be suicided with two shotgun blasts to the face. While hanging ourselves? During sexual eratification. Or, uh, what is it? Uh, <laughs> what is this called? Erot Erotic asphyxiation. Erotic asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> well, how to throw it, how to run out of bounds, how to get down, how to lower your pad level. I, we used to work on the fundamentals of those things all the time. Now they're trying to be regulated all the time. Mm. You know, I think the, the offensive players need to protect themselves. It's not up to the defensive player to protect the offensive player. A defensive player needs to protect himself. You shouldn't ask the offensive player to protect him. Dude, that is what I have been fucking saying. Yes. Where, yes. where this guy, it used to be the guy goes up to catch a pass. All right, buddy. Now two guys are coming full speed at opposite directions and knocking you into a spot, a spinning fucking. You know what I'm saying? You're, well, you're about to be knocked out for the game. You're done. You're done. <laughs> but you're, that's the fault of the quarterback for hanging you to dry. Yes, that's exactly what he's saying. Yes. and I believe it, dude. Nowadays, you watch this guy goes up for a pass. They literally catch him as they bring him down gently. It's like, what is this, your kid you're playing with? It's ballet. Like, yeah, seriously. He's catching the, the woman flying through the air, you know? Well, it's more like w, it's WWE, where ne they're, like, catching each other and pretending like they're slamming them down. Next right, you season, know? they're going to actually have the receivers run with roses in their mouth. And they're going <laughs> to... And then the guy will catch them. It's, it's nice to have something to hand to the guy, that, you know, when he catches you. You want to be caught empty-handed, literally. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but come on, man. You see when they go for these, oh, uh, yeah. dude, they'll go in for a blitz and like, maybe they could get the quarterback, maybe not. So then they just slow down. The guy loses the ball and then they just kind of like hug him. And you're like, what? There was no attempt to actually go, you know, because they're so afraid. God forbid that ball leaves his hand and then they hit him. That's it. It's, it's the same thing with basketball. If LeBron is driving to the basket and it's LeBron and he's going for point number 39,400, right? Like, yeah. he's going to break the record. Well, you're going to get called for the foul you're on LeBron. So why yes. defend LeBron? You're just going to let LeBron get the basket. Because, right. Because you're not going to take the foul. That's the, that's the problem with all these sports. The yeah, he's nailing it right now with the whole... This, what he's describing is what, when people say the game is rigged, this is how they rigged it. Yeah. And it's rigged for gambling purposes. For sure. And the problem is now, if you, you know, you can't tackle, right? You've totally changed the nature of the entire way the game is played. Then you can actually truly rig the game as far as officiating is concerned. Yeah. Which is how basketball works. What they did was they successfully turned the NFL into the NBA. Yeah, dude. It's why you, yeah. It's and why I'm telling you right now, every time Patrick Mahomes goes deep for a 40-plus yard pass towards the end zone, but he, there's no way it's going to be completed, there's going to be a flag. And it's either going to be a call on a roughing the passer because someone breathed on Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> no, no, right? That's or... Or the defender farted on the other on the receiver in the end zone, and that's the flag. That's the play, and so now yeah. they're right up to the end zone, and Patrick Mahomes is going to run it in, or he's going to toss it to Travis Kelsey, and then we're going to show uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift with her red lipstick celebrating in the box with uh, Mama Kelsey, right? <laughs> and everyone's going to go crazy, right? Because that's what has to play happen in this game. No, but that's, that's the only reason you that's the only reason you have the passing game you have today is because everybody's so afraid to hit the quarterback. Yes. You literally cannot touch the quarterback. Exactly. What's crazy too, though, what yeah uh, they don't 
he gets into a little bit later and it's more in depth, but uh this year is one of the lowest scoring years in NFL history. Really? Yeah, there's no points being scored. The game is horrible. Hmm. It, it's not they can't even rig it to be entertaining anymore. That's how bad it's gotten. Yeah. And what Tom Brady is talking about right here is there's no more skill players in, in this game anymore. It's just about these brute force individuals and, you know, they're, the, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't, there's no more Terry Bradshaws, man. There's no more Brett Favre. Brett Favre, yeah. There's, you know, it, it's, it's a very different game. And Tom Brady was the uh, last relic of that era where you had truly cerebral dudes trying to actually dissect the game. When it was dissectable, but at this point, it's just penalties and game delays and timeouts and commercial breaks. Oh, and dude, dude, it's not a game, dude. How many? We literally like everybody at the party at one point made the comment: we "Is this counted, game still going on?" We, remember, we <laughs> counted the seconds. There was an eight-second play surrounded yeah. by thirty seconds of standing around, and then a two-minute commercial. It, uh, it was, no, it was unbelievable. That game, <laughs> that game could have been cut down to an hour. Yes, dude. Right. But then if you were to cut it down to an hour, you'd see there's no actual football being played. Right. Then you might realize how bad it is. It's just penalty flags, and that's how they're moving up and down the field, and that's how points get scored. It's not like... Yeah. Dude, back in our day, Brett Favre would throw four spectacular touchdown passes, 80-yard zone, some Antonio Freeman who's streaking down yeah. the field, and like everyone's going nuts, and then he Lambo leaps into the stadium. <laughs> you know, it's just totally, you know, it's craziness. And they, and they didn't even make the uh, top ten on SportsCenter because there were so many other better plays. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every week. Yeah. We grew up with the greatest show on turf. It was the um, St. Louis Rams. And it was Kurt oh, Warner. Kurt Warner, yeah. These guys, man. I mean, Kurt Warner would be, like, on his end zone, and he would just pop the ball up for 80 know, yards, yeah, and it would just be a touchdown. It was spectacular. I was just thinking the the sad part is the NBA kind of had to do it. Because if you could look back in, like, pre, pre the Lakers dynasty thing, like, yeah. nobody was watching it. Right. So then they had to become the WWE of sports. Just to get the, sh- the the audience and everything, so I, you kind of you could kind of like forgive the the NBA for it, but the NFL, y- you had no problem drawing crowds just being that raw game, you know. The game of football in its natural essence is really fun to watch. It's an amazing sport. It's war on it's, a, on a field. It was designed to simulate war. Yes. You know, you're gaining inches on the battlefield. Yes. You know, you're trying to get to the mid. You know, com- yeah, it's, it's a great game. If you let it be soul. a game. Yes. yes. If you let it be a game. Absolutely. If you let it be what it was intended to be. It wasn't intended to be this uh, this $100 million arm throws a ball and is it caught by a guy who's a $100 million receiver and he's being brought down gracefully by another guy who's getting paid $50 million quarterback. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yes, dude. You know what I'm saying? It's unbelievable. Yes, absolutely. And then you wonder why there's so many commercials. You just watched one play, 22 guys on the field. That's like $300 million a year <laughs> salary. Not only that, there's 40 other guys on the sideline who are making like 500000 each. <laughs> minimum. Minimum. That's what I'm saying. Just to sit there and drink water. Yeah. And, and what about Aaron Rodgers on the sideline who's made the highest contract <laughs> down in sixth place for the whole year? You're paying him $50 million, dude. He's just standing there scratching his ass. It's just like, counting his money. <laughs> just counting his money, man. He's laughing. Doing podcasts. It's incredible, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I mean... But that's why you have to have the two minutes of commercials You're for right. 30 seconds of play. we got to pay these salaries. Oh, my God. we got to do some. Bring in Dylan Mul- bring in, Mulaney. Bring in somebody. <laughs> bring in Park. Or what was that lady? The, the 90-year-old Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. <laughs> bring in that ghost to dance naked. We'll see if fucking that'll draw a crowd. I don't care. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody liked pregnant Rihanna at the Super Bowl, so we got to do something better. <laughs> right. Can we get the 90-year-old with fake tits? Throw her a cowboy cheerleader's uniform. <laughs> That'll spark some controversy. <laughs> Are you ready for some controversy? Where is Madonna? She's... They should have had Madonna come out and yeah. they kiss. Remember oh, when Madonna did the kiss? Yes. <laughs> Remember the kiss? With Britney Spears, right? Was that Britney? Yeah, man. I think it was Britney Spears. Oh, I thought it was one of the other ones. 
No, I'm pretty sure. It's, it's the problem. I got the you know, the old school. You don't have the. I don't uh, have my computer in front of me. Yeah, well, you got I your can't. mini computer. Uh, so it was uh, Britney Spears. We should uh, we should have grabbed Emma's laptop. Actually, that's what uh, we need to do. Yeah, we Britney Spears. It was the 1998 MTV Movie Awards or Music Awards, maybe 2000 actually, one of the demonic years. But I think uh, that it was. Madonna and Britney Spears, and they kissed. And Christina Aguilera. That's what, because remember, she did the double kiss. I literally have an erection right now just (laughs) thinking about it. It's absolutely (laughs) insane. Six to midnight, folks. (laughs) The table just went up four inches. (laughs) We lost connection. (laughs) Yeah, Madonna was in the middle, and she kissed uh, Christina and Britney, and it was everywhere. It was the VMAs. It's amazing that this is when we were really into chicks kissing each other. No dicks. Oh, they sang like a virgin. Wow. And then it was at the end, the crescendo, if you will. Oh, hey, look at you. <laughs> I've been hanging out with this French guy all Macron. the time. Macron. <laughs> Baguette. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Where's my croissant? Uh... Escargot. <laughs> Should we finish the Tom Tom Brady? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As you crank open a cold one, let's do it. Rules have come into play, have allowed this. You can essentially play carefree, and then if anyone hits you hard, there's a penalty. And it's very different than how I play. We, I didn't throw the ball to certain areas because I was afraid players were going to get knocked out. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. Wow. I didn't throw it to the middle when I played Ray Lewis because yes. Dude, yeah, knocked what out of the game and I couldn't afford to lose a good player. So yes. guys like that... I, the only the only way to beat skill. But think about is the strategy. Stop right there. That's the strategy. That's what it was like war. Right? Yes. It's like I don't. I, I know this guy's the the best guy, but do, can I afford to lose him? Exactly. You know, it's it, playing it's, chess. It's chess. It's such a strategic game at that point. But now it's just a matter of ah, can he catch it? Eh, we'll throw it. You Not know? only that, dude. Now it's like. Well, Justin Fields doesn't really cost much, and we could trade him next year, or his contract's up. So we'll have this quarterback burn out his body at 25 and run 140 yards for us. <laughs> and he's going to get freaking smashed around the field. And Oh, you think that's what they're doing with him? They do it with everyone, dude. Look, yeah. They did it with Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb. That's what they do with the brothers. That's, dude, oh, Uncle Kyle always man. talks about it. I'm telling you right now. And it's, 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 You know who they don't do? Joe Burrow. Do you know who Joe Burrow is? He looks exactly like Tom Brady. <laughs> And do you know what happened? He strained his wrist. Out for the season, bro. Out for the season. <laughs> what team is he on? The Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Because he's a franchise quarterback, and they can hold on to him for like 15 more years, literally, like Tom Brady. And he could probably bring in some more Super Bowls to these guys. Yeah. But Justin Fields or even uh, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, no, they're going to run this dude into the ground until he's got nothing left in his knees, and then they'll drop him at the time his contract is over. Yeah, they do that with all of them. Huh? All of them, dude. And then they just traveled. I mean, the, the only league. thing that saved Michael Vick was the dog fighting. It, that's, that's, he went to jail before they could blow out his knees. <laughs> and the only thing that saved Colin Kaepernick was he. he well, America's racist. Well, he went down on his knees. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> Good for a man to be on his knees. (laughs) (laughs) Why was that his power move? Like go down and like standing on a podium and putting your fist in the air. Wow, that's that's a power. He should have rode in on a horse. And put the fist up. Yeah, Yeah. man, with With the fro. The fro. I was with the black on black <laughs> outfit with the fro. He missed the boat. He didn't rock the dashiki, I think. If he went dashiki route, that would have... Uh... <sighs> didn't work out for that guy in Kentucky. Dashiki, man. Nobody talks about him anymore. Well, we call him dashiki guy. We do no. call him dashiki guy. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody talks about him anymore. He doesn't have a name, and he's yeah. not respected. He's just called dashiki guy. Well, because he was ultimately... one of the Joshes or whatever. Remember, there was like two Joshes? Yes. Ultimately, he was protesting, and he made that whole stink over a transgendered person who shot up that school, and when the manifesto right. came out now, it turns out it was actually racistly motivated. Yeah, that's right. Towards whites. Yes, yeah, specifically. Towards, towards white Christians. Specifically. So, like, yeah. when that... Right. Now, now, man, his little protest is worse. Yeah, it looks so much worse. You're right, because you stormed... The Capitol. Yeah. They had their own little Jan 6 there, man. You're right. I forgot all about that to stop the proceedings. And he had his fro and the dashiki the and the fists. The, the best part was the white bitch that was the with him. The one white 
named Tashigi guy. That's just the white bitch. You know she got laid in a fantastic threesome with those two dudes. You think she that, took yeah, both of them? Yeah, that's what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. They all went drinking one night to convince everybody to go with them. <laughs> the only one who stayed at the end of the party was that chick. She had the night of her life. So she's, she stuck it out. <laughs> She really got back at her father on that night. <laughs> the double team of of dream right there, man. Yeah. Both Joshes. <laughs> no, what were their names? Remember it was like two Eric's or something? I like Josh's. I think they kind of... I think of... it was Josh. But I just remember one guy confused Josh like Smith with Josh, Josh Jones. And then they were like, how could you racist? <laughs> you called that one? You called the black John, Josh, Josh Johnson? You called him Josh Jones? <laughs> racist. It was actually Josh. That's what it was. <laughs> How could you say it wrong? It's so, so big. They put an E on the end, Joshe. It's like the Chlamydia, or what was the uh, Emma's uh, friend, Chlamydia? Charit. <laughs> Charit versus Charity? Charit. <laughs> I got to tell you, that was a, one of the worst parts about going into the South Side when I used to work residential. Yeah. Is you'd get the ticket name, or you'd get the ticket with the customer's name on it. Yes. And you just you would have no idea what their name was, how to pronounce it. And then sometimes people wouldn't, like, introduce themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, people have lost that ability, actually. So you'd, yeah. they'd open the door, and they would just start talking about the problem, and you'd never get their name. You know? Right. It was always so awkward with those, like, you know, Mike, Frank, those are easy, you know. You're right. I could see the word Mike on a piece of paper and be like, Mike. Yeah, I think I could I say that I, one. Yeah, I think I, I, I got, got this. I think I understand this guy. <laughs> But then, like, even uh, the one that always, the one that got me was uh, Siobhan, Ooh. which is an Irish name. Wow. It's spelled Sioban. It's like S-I-O-B-A-H-N or something like that. Siobhan. Yeah. And? I, how did you pronounce well, it? Okay, I'm not going to lie. When she, when she answered the door, first off, very surprised it was a white chick. I thought for sure it was going to be just by the name. Kind of hot, or what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, she was a hot Irish Yeah, chick. babe, yeah. all right, She had man. the red hair. Red hair, Oh, yeah, yeah the red curlies. Oh, the red curly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was pretty hot, but yeah, I just remember it didn't go well. You're saying the uh, pronunciation she of She didn't the name. introduce herself. And then, like, halfway through this conversation. I, like, you would think, with that kind of name, too, you would be first and foremost, hey, by the way, my name. It's pronounced Siobhan. Siobhan. <laughs> yeah, you'd want to get ahead of that. Even Siobhan, like, I'm thinking of the word Siobhan right now. Just Siobhan. I can't spell it. I don't even know, like, how I would want to spell it. Like a Chevy with a Ron? Like I'm a thinking, like, almost Derek thinking, Chauvin. No, I keep thinking Chevron. Like, yeah, Chevron. <laughs> yeah, Siobhan. <laughs> Chevron. Chevron. Like Sean, uh, like Sean Von Clendampos. <laughs> Sean Claude Van Damme. Sean Claude Van Damme. One of the worst guys. One of the worst people yeah. ever. Chevron. Chevron. Yeah. Okay, I can see that, yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Names are tough. Names are tough, yeah. Chevron. Cervanti, or no, what was the, uh, Chlamydia? Chlamydia. I, I keep going <laughs> to Chlamydia. Charity. Charity with an E instead of a Y at the end. Yeah, so Emma was working with a client for a long time, and her and another partner, business uh, partner, they were, they kept uh, talking to this person via email, and it kept being Charit to them, <laughs> and then it turned out that, uh, you know, it was pronounced Charity. Charity. <laughs> C-H-A-R-I-T-E. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Ladasha. If you like, no, no, that's literally Ladasha. It's impossible because you guys would have the name Sharit. Yes, that's it's, what kills that's me. That's the worst part of the story. Is it's not out of the question that there is a. I guarantee you, there's a Sharit out there. Yes, you but know? it's not spelled any way we could imagine. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's beyond. It's S H U A. There are vowels in there I never even comprehended before. With the fucking little dots yeah, over them, right. the little squiggly line. It's incorporated part of like whatever Elon named his last kid. <laughs> no idea, man. The A and the E combined? What was it? 
Well, speaking of Elon, he uh, he's suing Media Matters over this stuff uh, over the last week. Did you see that? How he we talked about it? How he was accused of being an anti-Semite. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now he's suing Media Matters for claiming he's an anti-Semite. Is he an anti-Semite and an anti-dentite? Oh yes. <laughs> Have you seen his teeth? I think it's pretty obvious. Remember the anti-dentite? Anti-dentite. It's genius. It's so good. Seinfeld was absolute genius, man. Yeah, it is time. Anti-dentite, and it stems from the guy becoming Jewish just to tell the jokes, I believe. Yes, just to tell the Jewish jokes. Which that in itself is one of the funniest ideas I've I've ever thought of. To convert just for the jokes? Yeah, just to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm really funny, but I can't stop making fun of Jews. It's all I, really, Jews is all I got. So I got circumcised. <laughs> Started eating food with no flavor. <laughs> I contacted my local moil. <laughs> Got a wife that hates me. Never stops nagging. <laughs> Am I in the club yet? <laughs> Can I get one of those funny hats? <laughs> All right, so I clipped these yesterday because we got sidetracked yesterday. We weren't able to do the show. So a lot of these clips, I don't even know what they're about. So we got Elon suing Media Matters, but I know I liked it because I know there's some funny dialogue in here, and we're going to enjoy it. And it may even be something that makes us a little thirsty. Uh-oh. Major brands, including <laughs> Disney and Warner Brothers, have suspended buying ads on the social media site X, formerly she known as Twitter. Hey, Elon Musk. This woman has spent 20 years talking about save the environment. We need to go electrical cars. We need this. We did this. Then you have the guy who made the electric car possible. And she hates him more than anybody. This man loves humanity so much, he's building spaceships to get us off this planet if it destroys itself. <laughs> he's inventing solar panel roofs. <laughs> where your shingles are really solar panels. Like, the guy is doing more than anybody else to save the environment, and you hate him. He's brilliant. And hearing the guy talk is just even, like, inspirational. It's so inspirational. It's so bad. <laughs> it makes me feel smarter. <laughs> she... The liberals hate him so much. I don't so understand <laughs> because so he bought Twitter. It it has nothing to do with anything else. No, other you than know Twitter what I think it is with him. It's the same thing we talked about it today. It's the same thing with the Mr. Beast guy. This is why liberals hate these guys is because they believe there's all these problems in the world and we need to work hard and progress towards saving these people and stopping these problems and everything. And then you get a guy like Elon Musk and he's like, uh, all right, well, I'm just going to do it. And yeah. then he just builds an electric car company. It starts selling electric cars. Everybody's like, no, it's not that easy. You can't do it that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or like, but he also speaks his mind and believes in First Amendment rights and, you know, gun ownership. And he, I think it's you know, more that he's showing them how fake they are. Yeah. Because if you really cared about electric cars, you would have started a car For company. Sure. Instead, you all invested hundreds of million dollars in oil companies and Ford and all these other, ga- you know what I mean? These combustible engine cars. Don't tell me, you, you know, he's kind of if you also their bluff. If you truly believed in climate crisis and the ocean rising, why are all of you buying beachfront properties in Florida? And, and why are you not investing in his solar panels that right. can stop us from burning fossil fuels to provide power for our, home, our homes? Yes. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast built 100 wells in Africa. And who do you get the most shit from? The people who run a charity to build wells in Africa. <laughs> because, because they said, yeah, you can't do it like that. <laughs> why not? Because you didn't funnel millions of dollars through your pockets. In order to build these wells? That's funny, yeah. Yes, I think that's what it is. They don't want private businessmen coming in and making a difference because they need stuff to line their pockets. No, no, they don't want you to solve the problem. They want the problem to last forever. Like homelessness. Homelessness homelessness. needs to exist forever so you can continue buying, getting czars put in place. I'm a czar who makes $250,000 a year to stop homelessness. Do I want homelessness to stop? No. No. (laughs) Because then I'm out of a fucking job. That's right. We live in a world where people's jobs is literally to, to, their only job is to justify their position. That's why if we get a czar of anything to stop something, you should only get paid when you solve the problem. Good call. Good. 
Good call. Frank, you're the czar of, <laughs> Frank, you're the czar of homelessness of Denver. You're going to get $250,000 a year plus a 10% bonus every year, but you won't see a dime of it until it's solved. Yes. So if it takes 10 years, fine. You'll get that back pay. It will pay. pay you in the 10 years worth. So you'll get you'll 10 get years. Yes. Yeah, you'll get plus inflation. Plus inflation. Plus inflation. We'll inflate it too. But Absolutely. But whatever you're doing, you better. So don't. Because they all come up with these plans. That I are bet like, you you solve a lot of problems. You solve all of them. You solve all of them in one year. Before tax. Before tax season. Guaranteed. Because all these guys, they get this position and they're like, oh, I'm going to do this plan. It's going to work in 10 years. In 10 years, it's going to work. No, and then after 10 years... Well, like, the guy's like, no, in 10 years, my kid graduates from college. That's- <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why, dude, we literally... Had, I forgot what it was in Chicago they did. It was something for, like, starving kids or something. I don't know, something gay. But uh, they were like, it was like this 10-year plan, and then the, eight years into it, they're just like, you know what? We looked at the trajectory and everything that's going on, and uh, this plan just didn't work. So we're going to cancel it? Wow. He was like, yeah, but you guys all... Got paid for those eight years of yes. working this program. Do you know about our ex- express lane here? I've talked about it with you so many times, but the, the HOV lane. There was w- the first one from Denver to Boulder. It the only reason it existed to begin with, and it was the first one that they put in place, is because they got an eight million or billion dollar grant or whatever it was, uh, to build a light rail, a train. That would go from Denver to Boulder and back. They couldn't agree on the plans or the contracts. The grant time frame expired. Mm. And so they needed to jump on the gun to spend the money. So they built a pay-for-your-own-rate express lane. Nice. And then they realized, wow, we can milk these fucking losers <laughs> everywhere. everywhere. And so now they've built express lanes all over the state. Yeah, it's more profitable than building a regular road. Well, and if you're rich enough, yeah, I'll fork up whatever you're charging me to go past those oh, plebs. Good call. Yes. Oh, I, those losers on the highway. I do it. Oh, man, I would do it too. Yeah. There's plenty of other crap mm. out there that I pay 25 bucks a month for or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Like No, yeah, I would I would lower my weed intake and pay the tolls. That's what I did. Yeah. I just stopped drinking. Well, actually, for me, you get guys like me who my company pays for the tolls. Yeah, I work for cheap bastards who are almost out of money. So, you know, it's a totally different scenario (laughs) here. Yeah, yeah. You got to get into the plumbing industry. I swear to God, we're printing money. It's crazy. So is Joe Biden. It's incredible. It's called Bidenomics. I don't know if you heard about this. You know know about what we do. Yeah. (laughs) So you do know. Yeah. You just keep printing it. It's fine. Elizabeth Warren said it'll work. <laughs> Should we do the Elon thing? It's a quick one. Or do you, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. you want to go to the next? Uh, oh, yeah. Sh- yeah right, we'll hit up Elon. And including Apple, Disney, and Warner Brothers have suspended buying ads on the social media site X, formerly known as Twitter, after billionaire owner Elon Musk tweeted a support for a user's racist comments attacking Jewish people and promoting the far-right anti-immigrant conspiracy theory known as the Great Replacement. It's the same white supremacist theory espoused by the gunman who attacked Pittsburgh's Tree of Life Synagogue in 2018, killing 11 people. This week, Elon Musk sued the watchdog organization Media Matters, which first reported on his comments. Media Matters rejected the suit as a frivolous attempt to silence its reporting. The group also reports X has been placing ads for major brands next to content that touts Adolf Hitler and the Nazi party. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear? That was a checklist, dude. She get them all. White supremacist, Nazi, Adolf Hitler. Oh, my God, man. She did it all. Anti-Semitic, <laughs> every word, every single fucking word. And man. after I read this statement, I, uh, whoever you are, how could you not hate Elon? <laughs> You're right, dude. They literally checked every box. He just hates everybody. Just, and just in case you weren't sure, right at the end, she says, supporters of Adolf Hitler and <laughs> Nazi Germany. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. So Elon is directing traffic to Adolf Hitler supporters, is what they're saying. 
<laughs> he's a neo-Nazi. He is a neo-Nazi. You know he's South African. Yeah. That's the best part. I know. He's not even American. Oh, they're not even, like, connected to the Germans and Nazis in World War II. No, we are more connected to Nazis than Elon is. Yeah, they're running our country. <laughs> well, yeah, we. it's called Operation Paperclip. <laughs> we literally took over the Nazis, brought them over here, and we became the Nazis. And that's a... <laughs> Nazi, Nazi. <laughs> they should have just called it anti-Nazi. Anti-fascist. It's our new space program, anti-Nazi. What the fuck did Elon Musk do? I can't believe it. Like he, he blasted the starship into space, and it wasn't spectacular to anybody. It was just awesome because it exploded. And ha ha ha! Fuck you, Elon. Like that's the whole no, thing, dude. You know, what kill, you know what kills me is nobody, not one person I heard. I, I I like scoured the left to see it. They all talked about it. It was like front page breaking news: Elon's spaceship failed. Right. Not one of them talked about the fact that he's trying to do something nobody else has ever done before. Yes. Every other rocket has taken off at, like, an angle to, like, catch the orbit of the Earth and everything. He's going to be the first rocket that's taking off like you actually think a rocket takes off. Just well, he's trying up. to break through the firmament. We've gotten past the firmament. He's the... <laughs> but he's... Just hear what you said, though. He is the first one trying to do it live. Straight. And a straight go. So, I mean... Straight out from the center of the We do not have live proof that we've broken through that firmament. I guess you're right. And so Elon would be the first one to do it. And so so far, it does seem like he's hitting something. Yeah, you're right. Because, you know, nobody realizes the space station is so close. It's just hovering above the Earth. (laughs) You can see it at night. That's how close it is. It's really not that far. No, it's not in space space. Space, yeah. That's what people don't understand. And none of the space shuttle Uh, missions have been in space. Like, when they're doing the spacewalks, like, they're... They're in orbit. Like, they're in... Like, they're so close that gravity is acting so much on them that they have to travel at, like, 130 miles per hour. 130,000 miles per hour just to maintain the orbit. We're not in space. That's what nobody understands. Like, as far as as we know, I do believe that there's a space force and there's probably something... I think we got something on the moon, man. I really do. I do, do too. I do, too. Uh, You know... I, I believe that there is something with the Nazis, honestly, that we were able to figure out, and there's something I, there. I think the closest thing to the moon landing, as far as truth goes, you get from uh, Transformers. Hear me out. I think it was like the fifth Transformers. <laughs> this is fantastic. And you know, I'm more, I more believe what you're about to say than anything I've heard from the mainstream news in 15 years. Did you see that one? It was like the dark side of the moon or something like that? Yeah, I remember that one. And, I did not uh, see it, but I remember it. So the whole premise was uh, the aliens landed on the moon. We knew they landed on the moon from telescopes and everything. So that was why we, spe- we, we decided, you know, Kennedy did the speech, we have to go to the moon in nine years, whatever, and then uh, forced us to go there. And then <clears throat> when they landed, they did the whole fake video for the people. Right. But really, it was like this whole other operation with a bigger spaceship and everything. Probably was, a battle. That was there, maybe a battle, but it was there to recover the alien uh, stuff. Now, see, I don't believe all that alien bullshit and everything, but what I, w- what I do kind of think happened is what we saw was bullshit. Maybe they even did it in the studio. Uh, Stanley Kubrick, I think, was behind filming it. I really do. But it's probably because they didn't want it. There was no way to really show what happened without exposing top secret information. And I bet you, like, our initial trips to the moon were to set up some kind of observatory, some kind of base that probably is still active today. We probably still cycle people in and out of the moon and to, just to run this. Yes, I, do, I believe base. we do. I, I do I don't think that. it's on a grand scale, though. I'm talking, like, no, well, six science, people. Well, like what we do with Antarctica. No, no, no. Antarctica will have like 600, 700 people. Well, everyone knows Antarctica is an ice wall that surrounds flat Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think you have to be like a very elite, maybe six, seven people a year. Yeah, you know, just to maintain the equipment, and they're probably using it as like a spy research facility. Spying. I imagine satellite. Just spying. Really, just spying, not yeah. observing. Don't we want to know what else is out there, man? Have they attacked us yet? Then I don't care. I need to know 
Do you? I have my immediate. Thoughts. I I do believe that yeah. we have knowledge of ancient, not just civilization here on Earth, but like ancient alien stuff, and I think yeah. that's kind of what has inspired a lot of the hush hushery and you know what I mean, the covertness of everything, and why we just we're just not told the truth about the moon, about space, about our abilities there. It's one or the other. It's either we truly can't get past that firmament. Or we busted through that baby and we control that shit. That's what I think it is. I think we've been trying to play a balancing act where we, we, we're we there, but we don't want anybody else to go. Right. But why? Like, what is the secret knowledge that these elites have about this? Well, maybe you go up there and it's just a piece of provolone. Oh, it's <laughs> flat, folks. Or you go up there and you can see the hole in the North Pole where all the, the uh, That's lizard right. people go in. You know what they say about cheese, though. We could chat together. <laughs> <laughs> or you could probe alone.